What's up, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. So if it's your first time coming to hang out, let me tell you what goes on around here so we can all be on the same page for the episode. The name Buds, Bros, and Superheroes is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. So we're going to be having a Bud section, a marijuana section, really. We're going to be talking about different devices, different ways to do, quote-unquote, to do the marijuana, if you will. And then, after that, we are going to head into a bros section where my guests and I both took separate trips to, I guess, the most popular cities in Pennsylvania, if we're not counting the one we're in right now, Scranton, the Electric City, which might be now no more for the office. But anyway, finally, we will go into the superhero section where, if you're a fan of the show, you know sometimes we stretch that term a little bit. I think we're taking it the furthest now, but it's going to be cool. I think we're going to cover an array of topics that are all kind of nerdy, fitting inside of it and then kind of hit a new topic that we haven't talked about at all so you got to stay tuned to find out all about that my name is nick james so thanks so much for coming to hang out we have another first time guest co-host a good friend can't wait to get into this we've been trying for a while and now we're here and it's going to be a really good time please everybody be a warm welcome and welcome liz to the show liz please say hi hi hello everybody out there in radio land <laughs> Again, so very happy you're here, and oh, thank you again I'm for doing stuck. it right after work. That was, you know, a long day, and now you're here just to talk. So appreciate you. This is the best way to end a long day at work. Thank you. Oh yeah, and thank everybody on the other side. If you haven't already, we like the subscribe button and clicks and the likes and all that. But those are just favors. If it is your first time, we are going to start the show now the way that we always do, which is heading inside of the bud section. So to start this off, you know, we're going to have you repeat something for another time. But then after this, we're done because we're actually recording now. Inside this bud section, you are, before you got into the job that we share now, you're working at, what? what is the correct term? Do, do we still say head shop or is that like rude? Head shop is fine. Smoke shop is fine. Pipe shop is fine. I never thought any of them were derogatory or anything. I wasn't sure if one was like, oh, that's like calling a cop a pig or something like that. You know what I mean? Like if it had some sort I'm of sure connotation. Some- Somebody out there's got that bone to pick with somebody else, but it wasn't me. <laughs> and then, too, I wasn't sure if it could have been like a legal thing in the sense of I know going in there, some of my like my favorite sign that I still remember to this day of what you guys sold, you know, glass pipes. And some people would go in there and ask for another thing. And you had a sign that said, if it rhymes with gong, you're saying it wrong. We sell water pipes. <laughs> So technically speaking, you didn't sell bongs, but no. like what that was then a kind of derived that anyway, but <laughs> we were talking about a new device and I just, I, I still haven't exactly wrapped my head around it. So if anybody out there is a fan of concentrates, we've talked about it on the show before coming in various forms. Ooh, let's start there. Like you like concentrates, right? Oh, What's your them. favorite concentrate? And then we'll go into this new oh, device. Man, my favorite concentrate is it's going to be more of like a generalized thing. I want the color to be natural. So like a natural brown golden, I know I'm in for like a tasty time. And then it doesn't matter the consistency to me really. Like sugar is fine. Batter and butters are preferable. Crumbles are nice. Um, And it just has to taste good. I don't care if it's the strongest THC. I want, I'm taking a, a dab. I'm using concentrates for the terpene profile mostly always um if i had to pick my favorite one that i just had that purple magic by rhythm was probably like top notch for me 
I heard very good things. I hope to come into some myself soon because it it did. It did look really good. Unfortunately, you know, I'm still building a little bit of a collection. I open stuff and then I don't finish it, which is going to be something I try to do differently moving forward rather than having different stuff, different batches open is maybe just buying smaller quantities and then just kind of finish it off. Especially now that Grassroots has given us more grams. Like, I knew I was going to have to get the seven grams yes. of garlic cookies because garlic <laughs> cookies is one of my favorites. But absolutely, single grams, too. I might try a few of the other ones. Yeah, just to try strains. Yeah. Because I am, too. It's hard for me to go outside of my usuals. And I feel like grams are the best way to do that. Because you're not sinking all your money into something you might not like. Yeah. You know? Um but yeah for concentrates the uh, it's flavor for me always flavor always over anything else and also with your terpenes you're going to get more medicinal benefits too which is a nice added bonus i guess so then what would be uh your favorite terp profile mm. that's been like my hashtag of the last sales week okay if you will like every yes. now and then i'll kind of find a new way to say like, oh, look at this turp profile, especially as more brands like this RO, Moxie, only list the top three right. and they list them in the order. It kind of gives like, oh, look at these three and you can't really look at anything else. Whereas compared to like, let's say the grassroots, Everything. it might not be. Yeah, no, it'll just go in. Is it alphabetical? I've never actually checked, but I whatever it is, it could go like, Point nine to point zero four to point one to point seven, and you're like, oh, okay, well, this is. Oh, wait, hold on. You know, you're kind of weighing it back and forth. Right. No, I like. I do appreciate at least the top three in a nice, clean font that is nicely evenly spaced. The problem with like a lot of the packaging, and especially when you're terpene hunting, is that. Sometimes it is printed in such a tiny font that the word isn't even a word anymore. You can't really even make out what the terpene is because you can't read it or it's smudged off or something like that. So what like Moxie and things are doing, they're doing that right, I think. Um, But everyone should have easy access to the rest of them. I guess in some type of way, I don't know how they would go about doing that, like an insert in the, in the packaging or something, but I think that it would help my favorite terpene profile. I am always going to do heavy mercine. I love heavy mercine, even though I'm a sativa lover at heart, mercine's going to give you that nice mango flavors and it's so nice and concentrates. Um, Calypso had, a concentrate called Portlandia. I am on the hunt for it. Okay. I have been on the hunt for it. I haven't and seen that brand anywhere near us in a very long time. So I yeah, think I can Ethos might be, be the tough. only place that has any type of quantity of their things. I still never see it on their menu. I will check. It's the nicest tasting concentrate I've ever tried. Um, that it tastes it literally tastes like I've sliced a mango and ate it. So every anything any amalgamation of terpenes that is going to lead me there is going to be for me. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then I'm guessing then that super magic is high in mercy and what was the other yes. one that it was really 
high and it was one that I found interesting that I was like um I don't I think limonene limonene yes and I think there's also like a good percent of osamine in there which is weird I've been seeing osamine in higher concentrations in carts and concentrates that we've been getting in and I feel like it's a really like looked over terpene you don't see it in a lot of things but I've been seeing it pop up in like one percent you know, it doesn't even make the list most of the time. On exactly. Things, you know, so. So what is that like, like, quote unquote, supposed to? What can it lead to in most patients who find osamine in their product? Um, So it's actually not necessarily a physical benefit. I believe it's more if I mean, I am no expert, but there are. um the antifungal properties and things like that, like the things that are going to help you like not get sick and you don't even realize it. When people were saying that um, weed was going to help you not get COVID or help cure COVID, it's those like antibacterial and antifungal terpenes that are helping with those kinds of things. So I think osamine falls into that category more so than like a physical effects kind of thing. It's funny because we get a lot of literature that we might not always DOH get approved to give out to people, but it's up in the back for us. We get a chance to look at it. And I always saw that, you know, if they'll have a profile and they'll say, again, how it could interact with uh, most patients. And I always saw antifungal, anti, and I was like, all right, anti-inflammatory too, Mm -hmm. maybe it's in the same one. I was like, all right, I get anti-inflammatory, antifungal. What can that? So yeah, that's awesome to know, and that's thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate I think, that. I think that that's where people are leading with like the curing of like colds and things like that, or people who are like, oh, when I smoke weed, I never get sick, and I, you know, sometimes people are just talking out of their ass, and sometimes there's a method to the madness, um, and federal funding for testing would you know, solve all those, all those things, all those uh, quandaries, I guess. Mm -hmm. So we'll find out in full one day, hopefully. Yeah. Find out on our our own. (laughs) So the conversation kind of led here because we put concentrates into Puffco's specifically. Mm -hmm. You've always been a big Puffco fan, right? Absolutely. And now a new one came out. And once again, I'm going to ask you to kind of try to explain it to me. <laughs> so Our relationship with this is pretty funny. And we talked about it off mic of like one of the first times I follow the place that you used to work on the Instagram. And they were like, look at this new thing. And it looked like a little hamburger. And I just sent it to you. And I was like, what's this? <laughs> and you're like, it's a blah, 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 blah. Rig something with the. And I was like, okay. But what is it? And then you had to send it back. So I always feel like anytime something new comes out when in terms of making things like concentrates work i come to you so it's awesome that we get to do it for the show of like what what is this new thing the new puffco proxy yeah so it's basically what it looks like is a sherlock pipe in how they sell it now the whole um selling point is essentially you're going to be able to take this device that is all compact into its little self what I would compare it to is a portable e-nail, which is going to be the hot box of an e-nail and the ceramic dish of a Puffco, all in one little puck. It's going to slide into a glass piece like an adapter. And you are going to heat it up and smoke it like a dry Sherlock pipe. 
and you'll be able to pass it around. Um, no, wa- you can get pipes with water function. Artists are already making pipes for this thing because, like, a lot of times, what Puffco will do is send out the measurements for what the devices are going to be to, you know, heady glass artists so that they can get working on stuff that they could drop right when they drop the device. Dope. So that there's good idea. Yeah. And it's honestly keeping glass blowing alive in a weird way. Cause like with Instagram glass blowing blew up and it kind of like broke the market in a weird way. Like, cause you could just connect with your favorite artist on Instagram and you didn't have to go to a head shop anymore. Nothing like that. Puffco is now giving them new things to make new things for people to buy. Collectors are going to definitely buy into that kind of stuff. It's just kind of keeping the glass economy alive too, which is great, I think. And so, yeah, this new device, pass it around, share your dabs, dry water, all different things. So we're going to go through with a few more things. Would it then be an auto drawer? Or does it have a button that kind of like sets up like this? Do you know? I haven't um, found out how it works other than the fact that it's not app based. So the pro, okay. how the pro works, it's all app based. Mm-hmm. You can set your temperatures, all that kind of stuff. Um, this one is going to work more like the base model where I think, I believe there are going to be set temperatures that you can set it to. Um, I would assume that's going to be all button activated like the peak is. Um, and so you'll have like four preset temperatures you can have it fire at. Um, and it's going to just, it's going to literally work just like that, but in like a little handheld guy. As you're pointing to my peak yes your base model peak okay yeah um if you don't mind too you said a lot of stuff going into adapter (laughs) and then there was a (laughs) let's 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 quick go through like the ceramic thing i get yes that one i get so what actually did you say makes it hot though yeah so it's literally um so how like an electronic email will work email yeah an email so it's like the so how your vape pens would work, how like that's all built into itself. You just kind of smush it down and make it more advanced so it can get hotter. It can like create more heat, more accurate temperatures. Um, It's basically taking what an email is, which is like the hot box and a coil and just putting that into a tiny electronic device. Because all that is, is electricity is heat. Yep. So like you're saying, like you can eventually, I mean, in theory, if you had to just plug a, figure out jerry rig, if you could, a copper wire. Yeah. And just get that hot enough. Yeah. And that could become an electronic nail. Of oh, sorts. yeah, and, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. this is fancy and it's yes, all inside. It's all inside it kinda... of its own thing. And you can have a fancy little glass piece that it slips into. Very sophisticated. It does. Yeah. It, it does. Yeah. And like it reminds me of Wayne's World too. That's the only time like I've ever wanted one. It's like if it doesn't bubble, yes. I don't want one. Yep. But I feel like if I were to blow into this, I would waste money so quickly oh, that everybody yeah. would look at me like you fool. Yeah, it's like at a three hundred dollar price point to start, of course, in Oof. very in Puffco fashion. Um and like Michael, for instance, is like, oh, 
I don't know about $300 because it's not app-based. I can't customize it. But I know Puffco. And the customizable one is like right around the corner. It'll be coming around the corner when <laughs> yeah, it comes. Exactly. I was <laughs> Spend like, three hundred dollars, and they wait. Yeah. <laughs> in just a year or two, it'll be up to four fifty-two. <laughs> when we have an F-based model, still to you. <laughs> that was perfect. Thank it's you. Literally, you should honestly sell it to them at this point. Oh yeah, guys, you can have it. Just yeah. send me one. Just send me one, and I'll yeah, fucking make a new tune go. for you every other week. Yep. Go, I got you. <laughs> I always found that so fucking interesting about Jesse, Uncle Jesse on Mm -hmm. Full House, like growing up watching. Like, that was his job, right? He was a jingle writer. I was like, really? No. And maybe because I saw it on TV, I was like, that can't be real. You like, this whole thing is fictitious, however. That is real. That would have been a cool job. Yeah. I mean, I write parody songs about anything I'm doing, so I get it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Jingle writing. I mean, I can go off on thinking about somebody has a job to do this. It's got to be cool. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. If you look at my poor lady wife, she'll confirm like what I just did. I did it all day, especially for the dogs, man. I'll think of little rhymes for them (laughs) all day long. I don't think I've ever had a dog that didn't have its own kind of theme song that gets switched daily depending on what they do. Yeah. Especially this big logo over here. He's a crazy looking (laughs) one, man. I, yeah, I used to, um, oh, Louie Louie. I don't know why, but I used to sing my cat's name to the tune of Louie Louie at her all the time. It was my favorite thing to do. <laughs> but then I would start butch- like changing how her name sounded throughout. Okay. So Sheena, Sheena, whoa, China, China. Mm-hmm. And then it would turn into a like just a chi, just a nah sometimes. <laughs> it's the evolution, yeah. Yep, it always is. Small inside baseball for anybody who listens. I'll have to double check that you'll let this happen. But my mom's name is Denise, and I call her Bear Knees. And you're like, what the fuck is that? What are you talking about, Bear Knees? And I'm like, no. Like, so it started off with like my dad coming in. Like, I'd hear her go like Denise, 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 Denise. <laughs> so I started doing it, and exaggerating his exaggeration eventually led me to Bear Knees, Bear Knees. <laughs> You played an open game of telephone, essentially. That's exactly what it is, yeah. And it yeah. also then reminds me, too, of, like, that's why Jay and Silent Bob, like, that's where the snooch and nooch kind of comes from, because, like, he'd just be, like, nang, and then, like, nick and nang, and just, like, <laughs> stuff like that. And, like, it eventually went to snitch and snooch and, like, blah, blah, blah. But just making so your funny. own language, essentially, <clears throat> right? Exactly. <laughs> what you kind of still have on me with all the rig stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Really, what was the other thing that we want? So, an e nail. What? Is, oh, here's another one because I love this name. What is an electric nectar collector? Oh, an electronic nectar collector. So, a really popular one out there right now is the Terp Pen. Um, it literally looks like a pen with a cap on it. You take the cap off. What it looks like then is um, an exposed two coil or four coil burner depending on if you have like an XL or whatever and the coil burners are going to look like uh, this little kind of looks like the inside of a light bulb I don't know how else to describe it but without those little flints being on their own they're like wrapped around quartz usually or a ceramic thing it's very small Um, so it's like an exposed thing that you would put like your dabs into a travel pen for um it's exposed. It's now most of them work on auto draw. I know that there are probably some out there that have button heat ups. 
all you do is like pull on it a little bit, get it heated up, and then you just touch it to your concentrates. And it's a nectar collector. You just inhale. That's it. It's really good when you're on the go. It's really good for discreet. Um, now, as I'm looking at, you know, not only do I have some Cresco in front of me, but I've got almost every other one that it seems like we offer. <laughs> yeah. There's only little bits in all of them. I'm not as <laughs> extravagant as I look with all of these. Look, there's, there's really only just because I'm just such a hoarder, too, where I'm like, right. I could scrape more. I blame that on my grandmother, man. You should see my grandmother get fucking jello, pudding, yogurt out of those things where you're yep. like, Grandma, I'm done. And she's like, Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. And a like all school. of a sudden, and it, like, no, I'm not knocking her because now that I buy groceries, I'm like, God damn right. But like, she mm-hmm. could get two cupfuls. Anyway, <laughs> they're all glass. They're all kind of hard, like right in. Yep. Nice. All right. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. You what I'm can asking. use the um you can use the containers that they come in. A lot of times I don't suggest that because you're gonna be burning things like burning concentrate you're not necessarily consuming. So that's where that hamburger comes in. Um <laughs> so it's a just a slick jar is what I call them, like a little silicone container. Since silicone is heat resistant, um Usually what I tell people is you want to like dose out your dab onto the lid of a slick jar or onto like a, like a silicone mat, whatever you have that's silicone or another glass jar that's empty, anything like that. And then just take it off of that. Because if you touch that heat to the rest of your concentrates, I see now in yes. my head, I could then I, you're going to take you're like, okay. you're going to take a tool to that and like put it in like your peak or like take it from a rig. You're going to get like actually a little bit of reclaim more so than a dab because you've actually heated that up and vaped it a little bit with that pen, even if you didn't consume it. So you'll, you're better off dosing it. I know people though, that just go, just to get as much as they could, you know? <laughs> so to each their own. Yeah. Now, really quick before we wrap this up, and I was going to do it quick, but or I was going to do it now, but now you've made me think of reclaim, cleaning, and getting these clean as it's go through a process of that for not only my own education, but anybody who's listening. Like, it's hard. It's hard to clean these sometimes. Oh, it's a little. Puffco's are difficult. It's just intimidating because you do put down quite a bit of investment into it quite quite and now it's like clean it but don't get it too wet and don't don't do this and don't do that and make sure this is right and then there's goop right there's a lot of lots of goop and i don't Um, know how else to describe it but then i hear people say reclaim and i'm like oh i just get rid of it and they're like what you can use that for this and this and this so like now when it comes to any reclaim left in my puffco That probably goes down the drain or something. Um, Just because I use glass pieces primarily when I'm at my house and they have what is called a reclaim collector on them. So if you have a bong, a traditional bong, dry flower, and you'd get like an ash catcher for it and then you'd put your slide in that ash catcher. A reclaim collector is that for a rig. Um, it's an adapter that you put on your piece and then you put your banger in that adapter and all, and at the bottom of this thing is a slick jar and all the reclaim just goes right into that slick jar. You just pop it off, put a cap on. There's three grams of reclaim. Very nice, easy. And then what I do from there is make edibles. 
because it's already decarbed, ready to go. You can just infuse coconut oil, butter, whatever. If you want to get reclaim out of something like this, sometimes you have to like burn off the water um, or let it dry out. It takes a couple of days if you have it like laid out flat. Um, and yeah, it is usable. Some people will smoke it again. I don't suggest that because it's going to taste horrible. Um, some people will just spread it on toast. I also don't suggest that. It's going to taste horrible. Um, I haven't the best way to make sure that Reclaim tastes okay when you're consuming it again. Gummies, I found, is the best way to mask that taste. It's undistinguishable. Everything else, you're going to get like a not great taste. <laughs> not like an RSO. Like, you know, how you can make a clean edible. <laughs> That's always marveled me when I like hear stories about like, I didn't know I was dosed until I was halfway done eating it. I was like, or no, I didn't know I was dosed until I was like done eating it. I was like, no, you should have known like first bite in, if not halfway, like two bites in because like shit tastes kind of, you could taste it. If yeah. you're not used to the taste, especially like I'm used to the taste. I kind of even vibe on it sometimes, especially with an RSO. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yes. However, like if there was a way to get straight up potency with just a chocolate chip cookie taste, I'd pick that route. Absolutely. Like, yes, no weed taste, same weed. Like, yes, that's that's. And now if we're talking about like professional chefs that infuse meals, I'm sure Mm. tasteless. Mm. But I want to get into that. I want to do a mac and cheese real bad, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. It's that's why I that's why I like having the reclaim around because like I don't have to go and get the RSO. It's like I'm also like reduce, reuse, recycle. Mm. I am also not going and buying packaging that I have to throw away Mm. and all that other stuff. And if I feel like, you know, I'm making something that's got a quarter cup of vegetable oil and I want it a little infused, I can just, you know wriggle some off a little tool and it's very you know sometimes you want like a like an emulsifier like um soy lycatin or i don't know how to pronounce it but something like that you might need a little bit of that in there so that it all combines because oils don't want to hang out with other oils obviously um you just get a little bit of that in there and then you're good to go so cleaning these we've talked about it before and like this whole time as you're using words that are just bigger than I'm used to hearing. <laughs> like Justin it talks about the in trade. the butt section. Yeah, yeah. no, like incredibly knowledgeable about all this. I think we've talked about it before about like doing some sort of YouTube series where all I hear in my head is from the Clerks cartoon where they had a science with Jay and Silent Bob where it was like a ding, 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 ding. Yes. And you just in like in an oversized web and just like a and like stop <laughs> blowing up and like, yes. that'd be really I would good. love it. Love if it. produce it, I bet it'd go everywhere because a lot of people would like to hear how to get three grams of fucking reclaim. A lot of people would like to know how to make these gummies and how to do all this because I'm sitting listening going like, wow, this is great information. This is great, but I, I st- I'm still not – it would take one more step for me to really understand it and like which we can go on infinitely, but a series of videos that like – That'd be I, cool, that's, dude. That was like my biggest thing at the shop. I was trying to get like launched off because – with prohibition of marijuana in the country, a lot of people now with medical being here in Pennsylvania, they're getting into this stuff for the first time since the 60s, since the 70s, for the first time ever. 
So like, and there's like 8,000 different ways you can consume one product. It's a lot to take in. And there's a lot of people not willing to take that time. And there's a lot of people not willing to take in the information. So if you give it to them in some like stupid, over-exaggerated, fun way that's short and sweet and uses English language. Yeah, all of that. It's I think that it's easily consumable and takes anything that can take the stigma away is huge for me. That's like my passion is to take the stigma away from the glass world, from the weed world, all of it. So almost this is what I'm thinking. A less annoying blippy teaching me how to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very TM'd, much. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Don't you dare. If I see a motherfucker on ooh, if anybody's listening to this and I see it, I'm gonna be pissed. But imagine that. Just like, hey friend, yep. you're trying to clean your bong. I could help with that, man. Yes, very, very much. And that'd be a good time. I couldn't tell Fucking you enough. TM. <laughs> trademarked um i'll send this copy of this podcast to myself in the mail yeah is that still a thing i think so you're one of the only people i've ever known other than my dad who taught me that that like that's a thing (laughs) my people have said that i'm like yeah if we send this to ourselves and then it'll get postmarked and we don't open it we'll have it's like copyright before anybody else yeah can say it did because we'll have like no on this date it was yep it's, it's fucking proof. Like, yeah. And, and people have looked at me like, what are you talking I about? learned that when I recorded the first CD with my band because awesome. we were teenagers mm-hmm. who have no money to copyright anything or get any legalities on music that we wrote, but we wanted it out there. So if it worked, it worked. And somebody out there in the band that I was in still has that sealed thing, and that's cool. So I'll never see it, but... Somebody's got it. <laughs> I like knowing that it's there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good me. to know that it's there. I feel the same way about a recording live of us at Hamilton Street Cafe. Like it was a real CD. Maybe it's broken now. I don't know. But I long to hope that it is exactly where I think it is yeah. in the basement of where we used to practice. Of yeah. Like, right fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This has been super educational. We're going to look into those videos, but thank you so much Absolutely. for this awesome bud section of just like getting to know that shit because it's been something I've been curious about. Any other questions? I'm going to say that they can at me at buds and then I'll at you if you're cool with that. Absolutely. Like, please. All added down in that. So make sure to follow and like, subscribe, and all those things. If you can, guys, we always ask. But we are going to head on out of the bud section and head into the bros section where we're going to talk about our recent trips. So, as we kind of talked about bringing up into this episode, we each took trips from Scranton to the two most popular cities, maybe even the two most dense. I don't know. I know a lot of facts about my own. We'll talk about. Uh, I went to Pittsburgh. You went to Philadelphia. Yes. How about we talk about some Pennsylvania? I mean, this is I a mean, Pennsylvania fucking full episode, Pennsylvania. man. Pennsylvania. I fucking love you. So let's start first and <laughs> foremost. Of how was your drive? Um. I love the drive to Philly until you get to like the Plymouth meeting area. And then once you're in that area on the turnpike, you're getting towards the Schuylkill and I start to have a panic attack. Um, the Schuylkill, which is my dad has been calling it the Surekill since I was an infant. So that's all I have in my head is that like, we're going to get into an accident on this road. Um, but to be completely honest, we went down late 
Thursday night. So, in our um, hotel right in Center City, right in Chinatown. So, you not far off your exit. Not bad. How was yours? Uh, so, the way that it worked out, and we'll kind of save to where we went at the first part of our trip to segue us perfectly into superheroes, was right outside of Pittsburgh. So, kind of the same thing that you're saying in the sense of we went early enough on a Friday and only got so far into it that that trip was really well. And then after the first event, getting from there into Pittsburgh proper was like super duper easy. It was almost like, oh, you're over the bridge and there it is. Like we got to pull right in and then we paid for parking for the weekend, which is what it is. But like when I looked at exactly where I was, I was like, fuck you, street parking. Not Um, even if it was free, not even if it cost money, not even if they like said Batman's going to watch this fucking car right here. I'd be like, no, I'm going to pay to put it in a garage. So to be honest, it was a really, it was an easy choice. And I didn't make them go get it a bunch of times. Like we walked a shit ton, did a ton of walking, had to do a lift once. Okay. I thought about getting one of those scooters, but I don't know. <laughs> no, I... I trust me on a scooter. I don't... Tr- I, the traffic didn't... Yeah, no, I don't trust... That's... Michael really wanted to get city bikes. And I was like, I That's love the one. idea of that, mm-hmm. but I don't live in a city. Mm-hmm. So I don't street ride mm-hmm. at all. And I will get nervous and like jerk around and like you have to be very precise in a city when your planes are so small they're so small and people disregard them completely Mm -hmm. like i was in many an uber this weekend that we were driving in a bike lane like you know what i mean Uh, so i uh that that won't i won't do it i there is a really nice like trail in Philly by the the Rocky Steps, like the art museum and stuff. I'd ride my bike there. I'd definitely go back just because it's like right along the Schuylkill. It's beautiful and it goes for miles, but not in the city. I don't want somebody to squanch me. <laughs> I can't say that I've been to Philadelphia. I know that I have. I can't say that I have. I mean, I wasn't like a young kid or anything, but really just I've I've been told that I've been there. So it's a place that I want to get back to. Because when you said the rocky steps at first, I was like, maybe they're rocks made out of steps or maybe the steps made out of rocks. Maybe it's carved into a mountain. Are there mountains in Philadelphia? And then I was like, no, you freaking non-sports playing son of a bitch. It's rocky. Like, dun, 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 dun. like yes. he, he charges up steps. He, char- yes, he, he charges up the steps. He charges down the steps. I just don't get the sports, dude. I, no references. I don't think I've seen one of those. I, and it uh, kills my wife. <laughs> kills <her. laughs> I, because on Mr. Movie, you have to sit there and watch that. And then she does. And she's like, yeah, maybe you'll watch Rocky. I was like, no. I honestly, I think you, <laughs> I think you should. I think it's so like, at when it comes to like those kinds of movies, I feel like I have to like really suspend disbelief in a way. And like at that point, I just like, okay, he's just a caricature. So then it's just funny to me. I don't look at it seriously at all. It's literally like a comedy in my mind. Gotcha. <laughs> if I start anywhere, I think I'm going to start with uh, Michael B. Jr. I'll start with Creed, and if I okay. can get through that. Because again, boxing. No, I get I don't it. Know. Even the sports genre, very few and far, almost like the horror genre for mm-hmm. me. Like, can I say no to the entire thing? Absolutely not. But no. like, very few and far between. Again, for Mr. Movie Guy of, oh, have you seen this, 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 and this? Like, for sports yeah. dramas and stuff like that, it's like, 
remember the Titans is in there. You of know, course. There's, there's I mean, like, there, there are like, classics. Yeah, no, unfortunately, the Rocky franchise. Maybe that's the other thing. I'm like, I'm not watching oh, eight of yeah. them. I'm not doing no, it. No, you don't have to. Watch the one you could stop at four. Okay. <laughs> four is actually how like my honors history teacher tried to teach us about the Cold War. Honors history, Rocky Four. That was something. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought, like mix up genres, and I want to call him Cal Drogo, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's Game of Thrones. He was not in that. That's another guy. But oh yeah. Um. So back to Philadelphia. We love. Wa- I love walking around the city, and that's usually like my go-to. But it was a hundred degrees on the day we had to spend in the city so i balled out more on uber than i ever have in my entire life this weekend in in and it's devastating to me because philadelphia is like one of the best if you'd like walking around a city if you really appreciate that experience philly is like the way to go in my opinion nice better, better than new york like it's a little more quaint i guess you could say because obviously it's like you still got your cobblestone streets and everything's squished on top of each other, but I I highly suggest it on a nice day when it's not a hundred degrees. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because it's almost the exact same thing that I would then say about how we felt about Pittsburgh of like, it's like a smaller New York where I felt like really city-like, but not exactly so rushed and not exactly so crowded. But look, there's a bunch of tall buildings and stuff like that and again for the walking we had a colder day but a beautiful one and we took a a free walking tour where at the end she was like i take tips it's kind of how i get paid for this so it'd be appreciated thanks have a great day like that's how it ended i was like oh okay that's like that's how you fucking yeah here's 20 dollars we looked at her and we're like all right fine here you go because she did she was freaking cool you know we're there for juneteenth celebration amazing we are those type of people man like we were going there for the first thing that we're gonna again save sorry but what a awesome time to be quote-unquote stuck in the middle of the heartland of pittsburgh of walking around all the vendors are set up oh my goodness everything's going on the smells are incredible so like it was even then having a funner new york because again you didn't feel as crowded you didn't feel as crazy but just the array of everyone. It was cool. Yeah. And then we saw this place, Market Square, where they're like, no, this is just what they do here. And we're like, really? And they're like, yeah, all the time. This is what they do here. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's We stayed right next to Reading Terminal Market, which is like, what, um, I think it's Pennsylvania's oldest general store is what it's called, referred to as. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, and there you can, like, I've never seen so many meat counters in my life but like fresh every day and there's always so many people in there and you can get everything they have fresh produce every day i had the best cup of coffee Mm. i've ever bought on a whim and i got it out of a window there i like that okay and it has to be you're in a city it has to be good Mm -hmm. it's not like here you know, you roll your dice on a Dunkin' Donuts and it could be either a great experience or like the worst coffee experience you ever had, mm-hmm. depending on how it's made. This was perfect. We went to Waffles Incaffeinated. Incaffeinated. Okay. Um, 
simple breakfast we got, but they still couldn't even leave it simple. My wife got hash browns and like they had sweet potatoes, purple potatoes and regular potatoes, like all kind of mixed in there with salt and pepper and stuff like that. That Even her eggs came on a small plate with like, (laughs) and then I got just a waffle. And like, that was kind of the (laughs) sin of it because we went to this place and like the coffee, that's why I bring it up. The coffee was just, you know, it was a real Twin Peaks moment of like, that is a fine, damn fine cup of coffee. But, they had one where they put bacon, egg, and cheese inside the waffle batter and make you a waffle with bacon, egg, and cheese, and then put bacon, egg, and cheese on it still, where I was like, this is great, but I'm not a wake-up-and-eat guy. I cannot. I wanted it. They had chicken and waffles, of course. Oh, yeah. Wanted it real bad, but it just there was no way it would sit on the plate, and I would honestly just just cry because yeah. we honest we had stuff to do we had to get to the walking i couldn't bring back well but the coffee was oh again. traveling and fi- and having a good cup of coffee is not something that happens very often mm-hmm. especially you'll get like the keurigs in your hotel room and it's like oh i wish i brought my own pod for this because this is the worst Bro. cup of coffee i've ever had in my entire life we had the same trip <laughs> We, I was so excited when I broke the room door, like broke it, ha, huh? when I entered the door, when I got in there, I saw a Keurig and I was like, bro, Keurig, you know, yep. it's it's name brand, but like, I've never had a bad K-cup until this week. It was the worst. And Meg served me in bed with it like good morning because I'm horrible in the morning and shit. And it's like <laughs> giving it to me. And I sipped and I was like, oh, we're getting up right now. And I stormed <laughs> out of yes, bed because I was I gotta like, go. this isn't even kind of acceptable. It's not even good enough to get the end. I wouldn't even dare put this in the engine. It's like taking a bottle of grain alcohol and putting it in your car engine and being like, yeah, it's good enough. Yeah. Get through it. Like, yeah. no, would not do that to my poor system. And I think I honestly chose an energy drink. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I still have I one of these honestly when... Mountain Dews or what are they called? Yeah. Yeah. I love, and like, I'll always have, like, I always have to have like a Red Bull or two with me when I'm traveling, just in case good coffee can't be found. Um, luckily, when you're going to a city, you'll get one eventually. You'll find a place that you know and can trust eventually. Yeah. But um, they're Dunkin'. Like, we kind of poo pooed them. That one that we went to is actually fire. Got a frosted, a strawberry frosted donut, and we both said it like at that point I hadn't eaten anything other than waffle. I was like, Am I hungry or is this like a really amazing donut? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and Meg had some, she's like, No, it's a really amazing donut. And then, too, they're so far in the future there that they give you those fun lids that just like have it be a sippy cup for even uh, your iced coffee yes. so you don't need the straw. We walked That's out of there, we each have our shit, and we we're just like, Yeah. The cold foam mm-hmm. gets you that lid. Yeah. And I know, like, it's not, it's expensive and it's like also super fattening <laughs> and all of those things, but it gets you that lid. The lid's worth it. I wonder I, if I could just order it. Can I get a large coffee with the special lid? Yeah. Like, or maybe I'm because sh- I got a small, I never get a small iced coffee. So maybe yeah, they all come but with But they know they have, they, yeah. Every, if, doesn't matter what size I get, it comes with that lid on it. So just be like, please, like, especially the one down the, like, they know you by now. Can I get oh, the, they 100% will you please me, give yeah. me the sippy lid? Yeah, <laughs> that's how that. I'm going to order it. Can I have the sippy lid, please, yeah. for the love of fucking God? I hate the straw. I think it's so awkward sometimes, it's but so- <laughs> you got to stir the bottom because I like the caramel. So you got to sometimes, hmm, debating myself. <laughs> 
that. Do any uh, straight up touristy things? Um, actually, <laughs> I did like one of the weirdest, funniest touristy thing. So I was telling you, it was hot, and we were um, we were gonna take an Uber to one place so that we can be in one place. And if we wanted to go anywhere else, it would have to be close by. So we took an Uber to Market Street, which is like the oldest inhabited street of commerce or whatever. And right off of there is Ruckus, which is primal, but in Philly. So like the glass shop. And we went in there and we like browsed all of like the fancy behind like display case glass and just bopped around um, got a mystery bag from there because they do that too. So I like bought a $15 mystery bag just to get something. What was the mystery really quick? <laughs> so you get like normal things like a, like some stickers, like a discount card that like Primal always has. Um, a, a wrap, which was a high hemp, which that's nice. I like those. Um, a lighter, not a Bic. Like one of the crack lighters, mm-hmm. like the plastic pink guy, mm-hmm. which was off-putting. Um, and then a pipe, which was cool. And I was excited. I was like, uh, it's, you know, just like a tiny, like three inch little thing. And I'm unraveling it. And it's like a clear cobalt blue. And that's cool. Just something that I could, like, I have so much glass. It's not really necessary, but... Then, like, I finally get it off, and there's this, like, weird sandblasted on, like, Rick and Morty, like, morphed little pic. And, like, you know, I don't know if you've been in a head shop recently, but they'll, like, do cartoon characters that, like, look weird and melted and, like, ugly for some reason. It was just, like, a weird little sticker like that. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I like Rick and Morty, but I don't need a pipe with them on it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it associates you with like <laughs> a weird vibe. Yeah. Especially if you break it out like, oh, you like this too? Let me. And like, then you have people like, don't you love in this episode? Like, uh, and, yeah, like, and then I'm like, oh, no, no. It's, I watch it's like it in a grandfather, right? And like an uncle. And they're like, it's not an uncle. And you're like, oh, oh my God. I'm fuck? sorry. Yeah, exactly. It's not an uncle. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, from there, there's this place called Brownies, and it's mm. a bar on oh. um, Second Street. I was hoping for Brownies. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like a really cute hole in the wall that I love. Um, but they were building a building off of the side of it, and everything, like, there was so much construction going on, and it was hot. We needed, like, some water and stuff at this point. So I was like, okay, we'll go to Max Tavern which is owned by Rob who plays Mac in it's always sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) See that? I don't understand. I'm so sorry. That's one of those ones where like, I know Danny DeVito's in it. I know Charlie. (laughs) Yes. Charlie day. Yes. I know him because he's in Pacific Rim and I like that. That one movie that one time was pretty good. 
Yeah. And then so I couldn't tell you anything uh, else past that. But mm. that's okay. It's really like. It's cool though that yeah. he's on the show and then has a place there. Like that. Yeah. Him and his. And so he's. Like Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Session. Yeah. Like, oh, motherfucker exactly. from New Jersey actually owns something there. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's, they have cool. like a mural on the wall. And like there's pictures of him bartending there and stuff like that. So cool. it obviously lost its like luster it's one of those things that when the show was like really popular and it just opened there was like a line out the door to get in and now it's like it seems like like there's it's like it really is it's like a regulars place like the bartender it wasn't too busy like we were able to get a table and the bartender knew everybody that she was like waiting on and stuff so that was actually kind of nice because it wasn't too usually when you're down there it's like like tour it's a tourist area so it's everything's always packed it's crazy Mm. loud so and then we other than that we like did what we were there for like the show that we went to Mm -hmm. and we had a dinner reservation at a place called butcher bar, which was incredible. So good. Yes. Alexa just tried to tell me something and now I said her name. So now she's going to be angry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having trouble hearing. Can you say that again? Cancel. Always listening. (laughs) Always Always listening. (laughs) Siri does it to me too. Yeah. Always. I have a home pod. Anytime you say something with a re, there she is, mm-hmm. like talking underneath my Lego sets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this one's annoying because it's in so much media mm-hmm. that like I was trying to watch a recent episode of something. Maybe a South Park. Mm-hmm. And like it was in the future and they had come to a point where like that name, I'm not going to say it now, haha, that AI system can now like form a human person, or at least hologram. Yes. Blah, blah. So he's constantly, you know, I'm going to say your name in place of us. He's like, no, Liz, this isn't going to happen. No, Liz, I don't want to do this. But every time he's saying Liz, which is really the name mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, this bitch is going off in my corner. Like, and I'm trying to watch the show, and she's like, I can't really hear you. And I'm like, can you? Well, and what am I supposed I'm supposed to pause it and read Like, the whole thing was a freaking shit show. And to be dead honest, that's I think they did that on purpose for that reason, and that's hysterical. I love it. It is. it is. I really think they put that name in there like, to flip out 100 billion homes at once. I love it because it's like they're starting like the stupid iRobot. Like that's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's really what it and that's what it feels like to me when stuff like that is happening. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, the machines are taking over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to not talk about your event, so really quick, do that because this is something that fucking fascinated me. From like, I learned about it through a, a record that you got, and then like, let's just go okay, ahead and, yeah. Like, so um, we went to see uh live improv show called the George Lucas talk show. And we found out about this through a mutual friend of ours who got into watching it on Twitch through a channel called planet scum live that got developed because of the pandemic. A lot of improv got obviously like a lot of theaters got shut down permanently because of the pandemic. I know my mom's on the other end. Twitch is a streaming platform. You know, it's kind of like you can go live. It's almost exclusively for going live. Yes. You know, you can maybe put up past videos once you're done and have them on your stream. 
but you can't just post videos. You right. have to go live to do it. Yes. So it's a very interesting concept for them of an improv, and that's what makes it improv. Like, we're fucking live, guys. Exactly. Anything can happen. <laughs> and then finally, to George Lucas is the Star Wars guy. So go ahead. <laughs> yes, the Star I know my Wars mom guy. listens, so like, let's I love get her that. right up to yes, speed. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's like um, cliff or er, uh, citations yeah. for the Yep, read the bottom. Thing. There's a yep. little, little, <laughs> little asterisk. asterisk. Yep. Um, yeah, so the they started doing it on Twitch and we started watching it and they it's a man pretending to be retired filmmaker George Lucas. And after Disney took all of his babies, he needed something to do. And his museum is still being tied up in LA, so he's going to do what every good, like, you know, white-blooded American, red-blooded, white-blooded, whatever. <laughs> um, he wants to do a talk show. And that's what they're doing. He has a sidekick. His original sidekick was Jar Jar Binks, played by, I think, I believe, Sean Diston, um, who is a comedian. Now his sidekick is Watto. <laughs> so it is a man in a blue man suit with a nose and fairy wings. And he talks in a thick accent. I was going to say, no, does yes. he talk in the voice? <laughs> and he, his real name's Griffin Newman. And he sounds nothing like that. And it's wild. The transformation that happens has a belly, the whole thing. All I can hear is, Credits will do fun. No, they won't. <laughs> yes. What do you think? You're some sort of Jedi or waving your hand? Like, that's funny because I can already build it in my head. That's yes. awesome. Yes. Um, and I, I couldn't tell you. There's a very loose premise, and that's how they explain the show no that's perfect because anybody who's listening like that's got to be enough to grab you there's got to be a few keywords where like i know i have to look into it i knew that i did when i saw the record and like stuff has to but that's fun so you were there then live like it was yep happening in front of us finally for the first time now did that always happen slash do they twitch the live ones now if no um so before the pandemic i believe it was a running ucb show for a few years um it happened regularly live on stage um it literally was for reformatted because of the pandemic and keeping the show alive okay and in a weird way it made the show much more than what it ever could be as a live stage improv show because there was a lot of fan inter there's a ton of fan interaction that happens live fan art goes up throughout the entire thing episodes can go on for upwards of like five hours they call those irishman plus anything <laughs> that runs past the irishman's runtime okay um and like a lot of hashtags that people use like they'll have like a a list of like 15 hashtags that inter incorporate were titles of George Lucas films and the names of the guests that are going to be on the show <laughs> um, or like something that they're talking about. I wish I can think of one off the top of my head, but they did like a watch through of all of the uh, Air Buddy movies. And so like American Graffiti is a George Lucas film. 
American Grabuddies, I'm pretty sure is one of the hashtags. So it's ridiculous and it, it makes no sense. I like that though. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what's kind of fun about yeah, it. Yeah, it's really fun and stupid and silly. And I feel like people need more of that in this world. God damn right. Cannot <laughs> even see yeah. Yes, very And we got so. to meet them at the end of it and get posters on, signed. Bro. So That's it was up. really cool. Yeah. yeah. It is. God, I love that. Yeah. And they were cool. They were all, oh yeah. I got to actually their like producer. He is actually their producer, but he also plays the bits on stage too. I got to meet him previously in New York City when we went to a different live podcast mm-hmm. taping. Um but yeah, there, it was it was honestly like there the guy who plays George Lucas, I was a little starstruck by because like he does a lot of other things that I'm super into, like weird things like recording a album with Mikey Erg, like a Christmas album, weirdly with like a pop punk legend. So I almost doesn't it make perfect sense. Yes, exactly. Like, no, but I wanted like now it does. Like those are the type. Of, yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yep. So. That was that was my experience. That's awesome. And then finally, you know, you said dinner. How was dinner? Dinner was incredible. It was at like it's like a meat place. Like mm-hmm. they had you can pick your own steak out, all that kind of stuff. We had incredible food. This Brussels sprouts thing that I am still thinking about. Balsamic, chard, all my favorite things. Mm. Um and the drinks were nice. Our server was great. I tipped him like 45% because I was just smitten with the service. We got to sit upstairs away from everybody. It was great. So, and I don't get any experience like that around here. So yeah. it was like really greatly appreciated. Was Philadelphia really fucking nice to you in terms of people? Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh I, was really nice. And yep. then we even stopped for gas and like we had this funny quote unquote car crash situation in sheets of people mm-hmm. of people sorry guys yes. when like three people are trying to leave four people trying to get in one door is locked and everybody's like what the fuck happens <laughs> and usually in pennsylvania you get an eye roller like a come on or just a fucking yep. something where everybody's like no no, no. Oh, oh oh okay i'll stay here you come out all right you two have a great day oh you're coming in now and like as we're yep. leaving we still hear them like all right everybody and we were just like why the fuck do we have to go home right now yeah. like, why is everybody so mean at home yeah. <laughs> but in the middle of our day we decided to stop for just a little snack and it's funny because we ended up stopping at a place just because it was outside we could sit outside we get the menus and like it's family style dinner like order a fucking chicken and 10 potatoes and we're like oh (laughs) and like drink a lot of beer yeah meg's vegetarian ordering an entire chicken's not gonna fly no so we sit down we get some of the most delicious fucking hush puppies they were made with jalapenos inside and just amazing and french fries and we each get soda we don't drink i don't drink meg wasn't drinking you know Mm -hmm. it's not so the bill was just minuscule and we got to do the same thing of like we tipped a hundred percent i'm just like yeah. boom right on yep. top to be like there you go girl you know you have a great day because she, she was cool she came yeah. over and was just super personable and like didn't get shitty that we were like can we have almost like nothing yes <laughs> you right. know we're oh, doing yeah. nothing other you than taking up like... space and trying to like eat really quick yes. and get the fuck out of here right. but like literally less than twenty dollars go get it really quick because we're hungry almost kind of thing. And we were just like, there you go. And just made someone's day. Just, yeah. I feel like like too, like with tourist cities, when you work at a place, you know, like I feel like you're kind of on guard because like tourists can be really crummy. Mm -hmm. 
And they I feel, feel like, entitled more than anything. Yeah. Like, you know, so I'm sometimes here on my vacation and yeah, you know, this is one of four dinners I'm going to have, and you're ruining 25 percent of my dinners. Yeah. You're like. So I like to. I just really like to like reverse expectations all the time. Same. I'm not going to be a. I'm never going to be a hassle. If something's wrong, probably not even going to tell you. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're as long as you're not mean to me, and you did your job correctly, because everything past that is on somebody else. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a good tip from me. Yep. We did the same thing, and the two simple things we got were freaking amazing. Yeah. So anybody who doesn't know what a hush puppy is, it's pretty much just fried cornmeal with corn in it. But again, they put jalapenos, jalapenos. <sighs> I'm not. I know how to say it. Um, <laughs> I know you know. For anybody yes. out there who's going, like, is he fucking serious yeah. right now? Like, I was on board with this guy, filthy mouth. But if he really says jalapenos, <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here. Um, really good. The thing that tied both because the French fries were just French fries, but both had sauces that complemented so oh, well. Like a good aioli a good with sauce. French fries makes French fries like French fries. Yes. Like all of a sudden, they are the fanciness. Like I don't have mayonnaise; I have aioli <laughs> for my French yes. fries. Oh, <laughs> but we did that in between. One other thing I wanted to bring up was this comic book shop slash entertainment shop slash everything shop. Edie's. It's Four floors of awesome. Oh my god! You go down to the basement Sounds for like, like heaven, yeah, dude. I said to Meg, I was like, I, I can really just maybe we'll stay. <laughs> the bottom is all back issues, toys. They had some Mighty Morphin Power Range stuff, but I was like happy just to look at. Couldn't wasn't going to pull the trigger on anything, but like <laughs> it was cool just to be like, oh, you, I know that. That's cool. Middle floor was more so movies, DVDs, lots of Blu-rays. Third floor. Meg, which one was the third floor? Because top floor, fourth floor was vinyl. Ooh, All okay. vinyl, CD, yes. mo some CDs. I don't think I saw one cassette. But what was the third floor in between? Was it more movies, more DVDs, more yeah. um, laser discs, Ooh, wow. more kind of older yeah. media, and maybe even some books about movies? It was more okay, like yeah. movies old, where like the bottom was, again, a lot of blu-ray and yeah more just kind of like yeah if you're going to come into only the first floor let's get a little bit of stuff out here a right. little bit of everything yeah i only picked up buttons and stickers because of travel reasons and of course funding reasons right. but like some of my favorite buttons and stickers now like this monsters one like i saw at I the was, end in I the last second i was literally eyeing that up like immediately like i it's so good the last second i saw it's it and i was so like good. it has to be mine as well like, yeah yeah who makes monster stuff anymore? I know. Like, is it, it can't be that old. No, absolutely you know what I mean? not. Like, that but has to be. I need to find, this. like, if you made a monster sticker out there and you're listening to this, please just, like, DM me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy all of them. <laughs> <laughs> then the other ones just kind of look like, so there's a Fantastic Four and a Robin Sibyl. Love and it. The Edie's one was a last minute thing, too. So they've been there 50 years now celebrating their 50 years, like really awesome rancid i saw in there i was like wow i was only expecting nerdy shit but yeah. why not and then three buttons actually this one i got from a middle store so uh other side story really quick super cold had to stop and get jackets went to steel city a fun little place and i got this button do you know this reference how is it going to end not off the top of my head there's a character in the Truman Show who's wearing that, and he says it to her. He's like, I've been asking myself that a lot. And it's a weird, obscure reference, because this Steel City 
was kind of like a less bougie American Eagle in terms okay. of style, in terms of the way it was set up. It was very kind of like wood and steel yes, and kind of right. on brand of like, we're right. the steel city. Yeah. Definitely a lot of Steelers stuff, a lot of black and yellow stuff. Fun fact about Pittsburgh, only state that has all of their major teams wear the same colors. Wow. The Penguins, the Pirates, yep. and the Steelers, black and yellow. And that's named after someone, Pitt, who's like, that's my coat of arms. It's black and yellow. I love that because it's consistent. And it makes sense now yeah. where I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, Pittsburgh, I like you more. Yep. <laughs> but why I don't I don't understand why that button was in that store and like mixed in with a bunch of other buttons. And it wasn't like the only one like here, Nick, you take the it was one of a hundred other ones, That's but amazing. like it's just such a weird like it wasn't the Truman store. It wasn't right. like it had nothing to do with pop culture otherwise. I I don't get yeah. it, but I loved it. I would expect you to have found this at the other store. At the comic were... book store yep. where I got this Green Lantern one in Justice League, which is also just yeah, great. That's amazing. I it love was. I love stumbling up upon something that you can get lost in like that, especially oh, when traveling. I yeah. I really, really could. Absolutely. But I couldn't afford to take anything home. It was no. Just, I'd sell the car <laughs> if I could really just be like, and that, and that, and that. Yep. Exactly why I didn't walk out of uh, Ruckus with a $1,500 piece. Uh, instead, yeah, exactly. I just got the $15 mystery yeah. bag. <laughs> That's essentially what I feel like I did. Yeah. Like, this is... All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Finally, we ended our night with a river cruise. Literally, there's uh, three rivers. That's why it was so fucking important and all that. There's so many built and old buildings there of like, no, we were here. The French and the English wanted it, blah, blah. So you can, we went down one for an hour and came up and made just a giant Y, but that we sat up wonderful. top. There was a buffet. It was amazing too, because they were like, is anybody food restricted? Meg's like, I'm a vegetarian. Brought her a beautiful plate of impossible burger, like, over my years with my wife now, I've seen a lot of vegetarian options oh, being handed yeah. to her, and this a, was it actually look good real to me anyway. Yeah. But like this one looked, I was like, I just, yeah, and just sat up top and watched Pittsburgh. Just watched it go by, watched it come back. That's amazing. It was a cool time. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. I'm glad that you had a good time. I also, that's what yeah, I was gonna say, man, like you know, we worked together. If that wasn't evident, if we didn't bring that up already, and like work's been tough and it's been a little stressful, so like a nice few days away was super duper yeah. nice. And now we're rejuvenated for the weeks to come. Absolutely, gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but you had you had a real reason. To go to Pittsburgh. You're perfect. Have you ever podcasted before? <laughs> this uh, is my first time. <laughs> great segue. I did indeed. And it is going to bring us into the superhero section. Again, we're going to stretch the term. I think we're going to get a nerdy enough, uh, a nerdy amount of stuff in there anyway. So we are going to close on out of this bro section and get into the superhero section where we're going to talk about tattoos. Yes. So we've stretched it before, and I think we're going to have a fun time of doing this in terms of stretching the superhero genre, though I do have a lot of superhero stuff to talk to about when it comes to me. Other nerdy topics that we brought up, and I want to actually start, weirdly enough, you know, it's not a Quentin Tarantino flick, guys, but weirdly enough, I want to start with your feet. <laughs> you like that joke? I do. It that was very, right to that was good. Uh, I saw uh, somebody had weird sandals on with a bunch of stones, and it was like if uh, Quentin Tarantino directed Infinity War, and I was like, that's really <laughs> good. And that's yeah. fucking foot fetish love motherfucker. <laughs> um, with your feet, though, because like, it, great idea. I've been struggling with what to get tattooed on mine, and I like your idea very, very much. And 
It's a little niche, too, which is yeah. the first fun, nerdy thing that we can also incorporate into talking about in this section. Yeah, so uh, when I was 18 years old, traded a bunch of freezer food from uh, a restaurant that no longer exists in Wilkes-Barre for a full day session for my 18th birthday from my boyfriend at the time. Um, and I was struggling. I knew I wanted a Simpsons tattoo. I knew I needed a Simpsons tattoo. First tattoo, it had to be a Simpsons tattoo because the Simpsons have been my life since I was like eight years old. Um, and, you know, you can go the Homer and Marge way. There's a lot of duos that you can pull from the show. I go Burns and Smithers. Yes, Lenny and Carl, one. if you want to. That'd be another good one. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the first, like, the first, like, Simpsons episode I remember watching was A Treehouse of Horror. And up until this time, when I was young and watching it, um, you didn't see. Kang and Kodos in anything but a treehouse of horror. And I thought that they were like the best. They're so funny. Their quips are great. And you see them for like three minutes and that's it. So that's what I went with. And I sat for like nine hours and got my feet tattooed first tattoos. And I tell people that all the time because they're terrified to get their feet tattooed. Cause I guess it hurts really bad, but I just like, I got it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, right? That's a good call. So for mom mom listening right now, uh, I feel that they are popular characters now because like you said, back then it was only in that. But more so when I think about them, I think about they get pulled into advertising more than a lot of the main characters. Absolutely. Especially in Burger King. I don't know why I have them specifically pitted in a Burger King commercial, but they are the, the aliens, the yeah. one-eyed tentacled aliens that in always one other aspect that sticks in my mind is constantly drooling yes. as well. <laughs> yes. And it always bothered me because they're wearing these giant helmets of like, where's it all going? <laughs> they have like a recycling center down there that it's going through. Is that what keeps them moist? You know, what? Yeah. where's all the drool going? Yeah. <laughs> but good pull, man. And also too, of course, they're on your feet. Of course, you know, but I don't know of any other people who could pull the name off the top of their head. I have one person who I'll try actually later and I'll let you know how that goes of like without looking up, can you tell me their name? But like that's deep cuts. Yeah. Deep deep cuts. Yeah, they're and that's just like one of many more Simpsons tattoos to come that will make probably no sense to the naked eye. <laughs> I like that though. Yeah. Those are some of my fun ones. Um pain level, it was pretty bad though. It Yes. So in the Senate, like, cause you don't have anything separating like your bone and the skin that's being tattooed. There's not like endless amounts of fat on your feet or like a ton of muscle. So yeah, there was a point where I had like three grown men, like nearing the end. I also didn't set myself up good for my first tattoo. We can backtrack on that. Oh, didn't boy, get a I? good night's sleep the night before didn't eat anything oh, before showing up for eight. I can't even think about showing up for a two hour tattoo without at least having like a full meal. 
let alone eight hours, no food. (laughs) So yeah, the end of it was three grown men holding my leg down because it was shaking so bad from the like convul like convulsing from pain. And also basically at that point, my leg was just doing the rhythm of the machine. So yeah, not great for something that's going to like, there was also like, there's like 18 colors in it too. Cause mm. like the background that I have to represent the colors of space and stuff was a lot. I didn't choose that. It just kind of started happening. I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going for it. <laughs> so not to bury my lead anywhere. I realized that we also started this with like, that's the main reason that I went to Pittsburgh. And I got a nerdy tattoo, a Scooby-Doo tattoo, and I'm kind of rushing into this, not to take away from your story, but to say, without getting an eight-hour feet tattoo done, I fucked up in the same vein of, I've been doing this even too long to say, didn't get the greatest night's sleep. So it was kind of a, a reaction as well. We were supposed to go for Saturday, had to go for Friday, so we essentially had to do the Pittsburgh drive to the place and get started. So you're already fatigued in a sense yeah because four and a half hours in a car especially if you're the one driving is like this is it's it's been a while and we were up early (laughs) to make sure that we got there because we knew we had a full day sleep when you're going anywhere is did i did i did i pack this put this wing this forget this so sleep wasn't good believe i ate on the way had some snacks there meg went first so by the time i went the gas tank was almost about a quarter of the way full, and mm. I'm still tired because now I've been up for this long. Anyway, dude had to had to hold pretty well, and I even had to start holding me down for a little bit. Yeah. And it's my first time meeting this guy, obviously, drove all the way out there. I initiated it all, you know, like Meg was with me for this trip. This is, quote, unquote, one of my finds, where eventually I think I'm going to go to one of her finds in a few months. But the point is, like, I'm just feeling bad now. You know, I'm just feeling like a shitty client who's like, mm-hmm. <sighs> literally making those noises, almost yeah. Lamaze noises in a sense right. of like, come on, dude, just sit there a little bit longer. And I love him. It's a great job. It's a great tattoo. I love him. We loved the shop, the experience and all that. It's a great thing. We were saying off mic, like first thing I noticed is they were cleaning everything. Always a good first <laughs> great sign. Great sign like, Thank when you. somebody's <laughs> like doing basically a surgical procedure on your skin. Yes, <laughs> but I much rather would have had a good, good full meal in me a little bit before yes. that. We did break. It was a wonderful, wonderful thing because he did say we're going to get your outline done, and then I've ordered dinner, and I in the back of my head I'm going thank. God, thank you, God, thank you, God. Like, this is an honest, like, an honest sign. And I'm not super religious, so I'm saying God out of habit, whereas more I'm just like, oh, my God, (laughs) this this is is the greatest thing to happen. Like, the universe has given me what I need. Yep, a nice little And I looked at my wife, and I was like, we could do the same thing. Like, order food, order food right now. Like, I was like, let's do the same thing. And I got into and it helped. It did help yeah. a little bit to put oh, a little yeah. bit extra in there. And then I got a nice cold water and we finished it out. But yeah, I probably wouldn't have made it through the feet tattoos without the crunch wrap supreme that was given to me. Like mm. probably like three Taco fourths of the way. Choice. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Why not? I can, it is full of calories and I can eat it in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Great tattoo food. Yeah. Ooh, is that that's an author. Oh, there. That's another great 
kind of thing of what what do you like? Because I ended up doing a breakfast burrito because that's my favorite food to go for. Hell yeah. Not huge on eggs always, but I know there's protein in them. <laughs> yes. I know that getting yes. the wrap is going to give carbs, and then I know that getting a meat in there of some sort is, is fats. I try to cover all of that, even then putting a lot of ketchup because I know I need sugars. Yep. Trying to do that, Balance I think that that's everything. trying to, yeah. I, it, it, like you said, surgical procedure, it's a little traumatic. It, yeah, it is trauma abs- to your body. It depend- so like, if anybody's first tattoo is listening to this first, like go full is what we're saying. Yeah, go full. If, and like, unless you're queasy, then that's like a whole other aspect that you have to get around. But um, I am always, especially when something's going to be strenuous, I, I um, usually, I like to do a smoothie. I, because I, as like, I usually will eat, especially like getting tattooed. I know that I'm going to be somewhere for a few hours. It's going to take a lot out of me in a weird way. And I'm probably going to eat really shitty afterwards. (laughs) Um, It's just the God's honest truth. Um, So a smoothie, spinach and peanut butter are key in the smoothie. Because I feel like then I actually get like good nutrients and not just fruit sugars. Um, Iron and protein and yeah. good fats for sure. And yeah. All that. Um, and then I a breakfast sandwich. I'm just like a. It could be like English muffin, egg, and butter, and I'm good. Just as long as it's some sort of breakfast food sandwiched between a toast of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. I got so excited. <laughs> Side note, we were ordering breakfast in the back from Duncan. And they were like, you can get on a croissant, a muffin. And they, I heard muffin. I was like, don't make your fucking sandwich on a muffin. Thinking like muffin, muffin, <laughs> oh, yeah. English muffin. I was like, oh, can Boring. you imagine a bacon, egg, and cheese on like a blueberry muffin though? God. Figure that shit out, Duncan. I would eat <laughs> that now. I mean, I know I'm particularly hungry right now, but I would eat that like today. Yes. <laughs> More kind of nerdy tattoos on me. I recently got my bottom, what is that called? Forearm done. Shout out to Tim Wood. So first one, shout out to uh, Rob Morrow on Instagram as Rob2, literally a two, Rob2 Morrow, out of Graveside Tattoo right outside Pittsburgh. The actual name is Escape Me. And just shout out to Graveside Tattoo because, again, walked in there. The person taking care of the front was just pleasant. The person whose studio booth they shared together, there was two places inside the first room that you went to. He had his friend, spouse, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There was somebody out there just hanging out all day without really what I could see as a clear purpose other than the fact that they were there for them. Yeah. All of them. Pleasant. You know, and we're also pretty pleasant people in the fact of like, they were like, do you need anything? Do you want snacks or drinks? And we're like, no, we brought a lot of snacks and drinks. Do you want any (laughs) snacks and drinks? Like we played a fucking reverse psychology on these people. Like my tattoo guy took a bubbly from us where it's like, oh, we got you with a drink. Just exchanging pleasantries. And and gushers. I had gushers. Oh, I love a gusher. That's awesome. That's real life scran that everybody's hearing right now. Just every now and then. Somebody What's starts up? partying. Tell me that's coming down my street. Nope, that's just the side street, guys. And I'm like two houses in. Like, <laughs> yeah. I really hope that shows up in editing. That was loud. It's still it's loud. almost like an ice cream truck. Imagine. I would. That's a good time. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for sitting through that, everyone. Um, 
Gushers are always good. Rice Krispie treats, Golden Graham treats. Again, in my opinion, you want to go high calorie, high carb because mm-hmm. that's what your body's going to suck. That yes. is what sugar is and sugar is what runs us. And that's what I think. Yep. One of the only good, good times to carb load, unless you said again, queasy. So maybe yeah. don't go fettuccine Alfredo. No, like. no, definitely not. Breakfast always seems good. I don't know why. And I especially, oh yeah. So now the other thing that's happening for anybody listening is we also have fireworks. So little Ava, a common little, our little pit bull here is also breathing in between us. Just so pissed scared. Another one more side story, everybody. Wow, look at all these tangents. Fun time. You used to work at this head shop. You sold me CBD treats for this very reason, Liz. Isn't that yes. incredible? I we knew Fourth of July was going to happen. We don't know what the fuck is going on on June nineteenth, but we're having yep. fireworks again, guys. Time... And my poor little dog can't take it. No, I yes, yeah, CBD treats are the way to go with that because the tranquilizers that they give dogs aren't great and so if cbd treats work please do that i agree my (laughs) biggest contention is like we obviously didn't know this was gonna happen no yeah and that's the the, fuck is going on so i can give them to her and by the time they really get in her they're gonna be done up the street and we dosed you just have a sleepy pup i just have a really sleepy pup (laughs) and i'm like all right that's great let's go up the stairs and she's kind of like bouncing off the wall and i'm like let me guide you up the stairs my little baked potato (laughs) Because she is golden and delicious, so oh. she really becomes like a little, a little big potato. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that was Rob tomorrow on Graveside. I uh, got Tim Wood, a little bit more local, at Mark's Tattoo on the Carbondale Highway. This green arrow, green lantern cover like i don't know if this ever actually dawned a cover during the hard traveling hero saga in which it's become unanimous with or if it is just like the trade paperback special edition cover of it but homie killed it and it was a big ass because it's a lot of lines and a lot of little space with a good amount of color and I think from afar, it's still pretty recognizable. It's still the really good. The detail reads from far away, which a tattoo like that, I feel like, is essential. It so. was a hard ask, man. So yeah. shout out to both of those guys. Absolutely. Who have you been seeing recently? What was your most recent one? Um. So most recently, I now I'm not like an astrology person. I'm not like going to tell you your moon signs or whatever, but I am a Scorpio. So I just like chose off a flash sheet, a scorpion tattoo by, um, uh, Chris Takis tattoo weaver on Instagram. He's, uh, tattooing out of happy tattoo in Honesdale right on main street. It's a really, really cool shop. If you've never been to Honesdale, you definitely need to go. Um, yeah, he tattooed a scorpion on me for like we both have some Scorpio energy. We're both born in November, so that was fun. Um and I actually booked another appointment with him. We're going to go head up there. I think near the end of the month, beginning of next month, I can't remember, but um that's when we're going to get a little nerdy and do a Bride of Frankenstein tattoo. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really enjoy that. Very much the same exact style of which, this witch that I have. Which I like too, Hat. Which I like too. <laughs> which makes me think of. Um, because you get kind of same vibes there in sense of color palette of like, yes. that's going to look Yep. Cool. It's going to be the same side profile, just like on the back. Oh, oh, cool, cool, yeah. cool. I like that. I yeah. love placement. I like yeah. that. Yeah. <clears throat> you okay, my love? No, it's fine here. As long as you 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of go into back to the feet really quick of like, A, I like symmetry like that. So I, I do a lot of symmetry. I try anyway. But I was thinking really quick to run this by you, uh, Muppets, because you like the Muppets too. Recently, I thought, and another pair of like, can you guess these names? Ooh, it just flew out of my head even. Isn't that so sad? I'll get there. Hold on. We'll get there. I've got to think of it. I want to say Wallace and Gromit. I'm like, no, that's stop motion, weird kind of British stuff. Like, you're no, close though. I am. It's not that bad of a guess. Like, if there was a final Jeopardy and like they were like, name the two guys who are always up going, oh, and like I got Wallace and Gromit, I'd be like, not bad. No, we're going to go, ooh, come on, Waldorf and Statler. Yeah. It took an extra second, yep, but, but you got there. once I get one, it's the other one that yes. comes. When I'm trying to go backwards, I'm like, I got nothing. Yeah, they come as two. You can't just do one. If there's somebody who's like, name one of them. Yeah. That could take forever. <laughs> just really quick, it made me think of like, what if one of them died? Like, have you ever seen the family guy where it's, I think it's then Statler who's like, huh. This actually isn't bad when the other guy's not talking my ear off. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's really funny. But those on feet would look really good. Yes. I'm thinking I, about that. Yeah. And I, I think we uh, might have talked about that really briefly at work, talking about getting it to look fuzzy. That's a big ass. Huge. Ask. Yeah. I am also a Muppets fanatic. Hmm. Um, in a in a like sort of obsessive like when we were raised. We were raised more Henson kids than we were anything. When it was really good to be raised a Disney kid, it was like that was really because, you know, like Aladdin and everything was coming out. We were during, yeah, the Renaissance yes, period. Exactly. Of like, this is literally so much better than anything else they did. But yeah. Nobody really stopped to be like, yeah, but is it that great? Well, right. There's nothing like, else, but right. there was. Henson's then, a fucking. Yep. So we were Henson kids. That's awesome. And so, like, I would also contemplate a muppet's tattoo but it's got to look fuzzy i have to know yeah it can't just be a character i have to know that it's a fucking puppet yes and everybody does i don't care whether or not you know who it is you have to say that's a puppet right for sure absolutely completely agree so that bride of frankenstein though i, I we brought that up because i like the placement so it'll then go on the outside yeah nice yep I, because i now unconventionally i suppose i got something small and round at the top of my forearm like right under the the elbow pit <laughs> i guess i would call it um and usually you want to do like a full like your your tattoo that you got from tim it's going to be like a full sleeve almost of a tattoo um, so that's why like this one's now going to just be dedicated to the spooky in my life. And it's just going to be small flash essentially. That's going to fill up this arm. Love it. Yeah. Because I can't do a big thing now that I can, I, I wouldn't feel right doing a big thing on the backside and having this small, that's also my weird OCD symmetrical tendencies and whatnot. So I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I feel like I know it. Yes. I always feel so fucking stupid when I'm like, I know exactly what no, you're talking I, about. Oh. Where it's like, do you? 100% <laughs> you're inside their fucking brain? You, it's or when sometimes, somebody's like, I know exactly how you're feeling. It's like, no, no. Not necessarily. I understand the sentiment and yes. I understand words are stupid and then like exact blah, blah, blah. But like, <laughs> I always catch myself saying it like the same way I catch myself saying 
Never and always. Mm-hmm. Stupid fucking words. Really. Right. I mean, unless you're going to say the sun always rises in the east and sets in the west. Yep. Then it makes sense. But if you're like, that guy never comes here. And it's like, never? never? Then how do we know who that guy is? Yeah. You know? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Or like, it always happens this way. Always. always. Like, that's, it's just... Anyway, it's just a weird OCD thing. Sorry. But I think I know how you feel as I'm trying to work out my own from elbow to chest of like, all right, well, I got a Spider-Man here and a Hellboy here and then a weird Batman symbol here. And like, all right, so we worked it. Like, I feel the same way of like, now I'm playing a little bit more patchwork rather than anything else. Right. And I like to have a plan going into something because I don't, I feel bad leaving it up to the artist. In a way, because I feel like it's a lot of added pressure on them. Mm-hmm. They're already putting art on your body, and then they have to, like, obviously, somebody's going to give you a good suggestion because they're not going to put it in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let you get a tattoo that doesn't work in the spot you want it in. At least a good artist shouldn't. Um, but they're also, if you've got stuff, you know, you've got some stuff already. You should kind of give them an idea as mm-hmm. to where to go, unless you're only working with a really s- small surface. That's how kind of Meg went to Rob and to both their credit. Like, I know I want it in this general, and he went and, let's, and like, let's look. And what yep. do you think? And I, again, not to shout them out enough, but like, that's another good sign. Yep, it's attention almost, to detail. Yeah. You're not just trying to slap something on somebody. Yes you know it's a permanent fixture on their body for yes. the rest of time. So so again, kind of back to this, nobody asked for public service announcement of what to do. A, make sure you eat. B, if they're cleaning, it's a really, really good sign. Make sure you see them cleaning something. Yes. C, they're just trying to slap some on you. It's, it's not a commitment. Even if they keep your deposit, let's just say it's $100. You just paid $100, which is a much cheaper lesson than living with a tattoo somewhere you don't want it. Right. Absolutely. Or a tattoo design you don't want. Right. Just walk away. You took a loss. It's a lesson. Yeah. But damn, dude, it's they'll probably also be a dick when they're doing it. Yeah. It'll probably hurt. It won't be what There's you want. So and then many... you're going to laser or redo. Yeah. Just walk away. It's There's okay so to walk away. good and talented artists. It's honestly a little oversaturated at this point. Like I, There's too many tattoo artists I want to get tattoos from at this point. So like, do not spend your, spend a little bit more money and go to the people that are, you know, good at what they do and they take it seriously, you know, definitely like people who you have to go to people who respect the craft. Perfect. Yeah. Absolute perfect way to say it. Any other nerdy tattoos coming down the pike or that you wanted to share? <laughs> so there's there's always, there's an endless amount, obviously. Um, next up, something just because I, I wanted it forever and it's going to be really quick and easy. Um, I, I'm going to get Boo from the Mario franchise, The Ghost. He's got like two different faces, the, this, the, I'm scaring you face. And then the face where he's scared because you're looking at him. So I'm going to get, that's going to be dueling above the knee tattoos. Love it. Yeah. Um, it, he's, (laughs) I have, I have three giant boo plush and probably 
two or three smaller and then a bunch of little Lego figures and amiibos. So this is long time coming. Yeah, long him long. him and awesome. Toad will be tattooed on me because okay. they're like my my dudes. They're 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 my dudes for sure. Mario that. Kart, like <laughs> I'm gonna always be them. So I love that. Yeah. I also have ideas for Koopa Kid tattoos because I also think the Koopa Kids are just like the coolest Mario characters ever. And they're based off like classic music people. Like I get lost in there. I oh, see, yeah. Like, you had me with the boo, I knew. And maybe yeah. I could see the both faces, but no. Toad, 100%. Yeah. Koopa Kid, nope, nothing there. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Lost uh, me. Bowser Jr., I guess, is a Koopa Kid. He's like the little shitty Bowser. Okay. He's got like a little bandana he wears around his neck. The rest of them, very niche. Uh, they're, I think, Super Mario Brothers 2, they might be introduced. I could be completely wrong. Um, but their art styles and stuff, even continued on to this day, are just like, they're just like so, there's these little shelled monsters with bright colors and cool sunglasses <laughs> and stuff. So I love them. Nice. One day I'm going to have the podcast set up where it's live and I can like bring stuff up oh my or have God. like a young Jamie. If anybody's yeah. a Rogan fan out there and they know like, Jamie, bring the shit up. Like, yep. <laughs> right now, the way the setup goes is, uh, we'll yeah. figure it out, guys. One day we'll use those internets, but we'll look it up once we're done here. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> what about you? What's your, what's next on your? Iro. We're going to go Uncle Iro. So from just, if you didn't see the pops upstairs, some toys, a lot of love for Avatar The Last Airbender and just I need a lot of Iroh energy. I am finding myself being Zuko lately. I am just just hot and angry and getting hot and angry in situations that are not under my control. It doesn't matter how angry I get. It still happened. It's still going to be this way and it still will happen this way. I've got to find the Iroh of finding my way to zen it out and, you know, to not just use my fiery, angry blast, but to also learn to control the lightning. So if you don't get that reference, anybody out there, it's a good one. And it means to kind of go with the flow and it's going to be him sipping tea and it's going to be done by a new artist that my wife found on Instagram, did her whole side up real nice. And just like we were talking about of wanting to go different places, do different things and yeah i'm just excited to get more nerdy stuff because that's almost at this point exclusively what i have yeah i i I get that a lot of what i i have left which is weird to say is going to be nerdy things it's weird like the right side of my body is going to probably be more um artist driven work flash stuff like that me just giving them an idea and seeing what they come up with. And then like the entire left-hand side of my body is going to just be filled with weird references and weird pictures of things that um, some people might not understand at all. Like Batley from Eureka's castle. I want him tattooed on me so badly, like being like a little beat boy, like in front of like a, a boom box and stuff. Cause he wears that like track suit essentially. <laughs> Was that Henson as well, or was that I, just puppets? And I'm kind of like, because I could see them um, in my head, and I mean the same fuzz I see. And yeah, like, so if they were in Henson, I, somebody was like, "We got to get on this this puppet train." They're making I, money over there. If um, I am remembering correctly from 
the defunct land series on Henson. That's also really weird. Sorry, side note. That's how I was like, we're friends. Oh, we're going to yeah. be friends. <laughs> Hashtag defunct land. If you're not watching that on YouTube, good Oh my time. God. Amazing. You can get so much good information you never thought you needed about things that you've loved your entire life. Or on the vice end, you know, because I'm very much into it. Meg even likes it. And that's opposed, like, that means like, it's not something that she'd go looking for, but finds herself like, wow, this is fucking interesting. And that to me is like really good presentation. Yes. Like when you could talk about some and somebody who doesn't really care, all of a sudden is like, this is good. And like, yep. this is cool. Like that's obviously the then it. for nerds who love it, it's that's yeah. why we're sitting here. Oh yeah. I'm like drooling it's over correct. it. Yeah. It's, it's that good. I'll go back and watch yeah. it. Just be like, I believe in that series, they do basically say that any puppets from that time, the Henson company had consultation on at least, or the voice actors from Henson got purged or the puppeteers like there, there wasn't a puppet thing that didn't have some Henson mark in one way or another. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. I, it just shows like, what he created is just beyond him. It carries through so many different places now. Oh, you know, yeah. like God. It's yeah. It's it's more than name. It is a absolute legacy. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're starting a spoiler almost or a teaser for our next episode. Do you want to do Henson next time? We'll figure out. Oh how my to split God! That up absolutely. Aspect, like, yes. That'd be a good time. But oh, we could do. Um, if we're gonna do superhero aspect, we can do like Muppets from Space specifically. Okay. Because like Gonzo has to be his own superhero. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's in the Macy's Day Parade, so it is American culture. That, that, yeah. yeah. Super Gonzo or yeah. Gonzo the Terrific. What does he go by remember. when he does that? When he does the cannonball thing? Yeah. I don't remember. Off well, the top we'll of my head. We'll figure it out for next yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. In the meantime, this one has been great. I thank you so much. It's been a lot of time. I, I don't know. mean to keep you here longer. You, thank you so much. I'm sorry. For I've been just. Out. Gabbing. <laughs> no, that's the point, dude. That's why it's been so great. You know, we do get time at work to hang out, but. We are some of those ones who also like to get some work done while we're there. So yes. we do get a lot of that done. So this has just been great to finally socially hang out as well. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's a great yeah. part about podcasting and doing all this with you. So again, I, I really can't say enough. Thanks. Man. I've Thanks loved so much. this so much. I thank you for having me on. This was awesome. It's, it is really nice to be able to actually have conversations not interrupted by chaos. Yeah. No, <laughs> it really been, is. Yep. <laughs> kind of to close this out, though, another thing I wanted to bring up is like, I love looking at nerdy tattoos as well. Like I said, I think that's kind of where eventually I'll go for all of mine. You want to do the tagging on the Facebook, and or I think you could tweet us. We're still working Twitter. Kicks me out a lot, dude. I don't understand why. And not like puts me on suspension like other people. Yeah. It's like, what's your password? I'm like, shit. God, I don't do this know. Again. Like, come on, man. And you some days you're just now. like, I'm not going to try to figure it out right now. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> if you can't find us on Twitter, guys, that's exactly what happened where I'm like, later, and then later is <laughs> in a week or so. But all the social media and stuff is great. But the thing that I ask the most for is just like uh, a word of mouth. You know, if you know a friend who likes Buds Bros and Superheroes, I got a fucking show for them. My name has been Nick James. I've been joined by just an awesome friend, a great person who I think you're going to see back on the show. Liz! Thanks, guys, for listening. Buds, bros, and superheroes are out of here.